welcome back to another episode of the Metaphor Podcast, brought to you by Liveplex with Michael and Alex. Man, we got a great topic for you guys today because I don't know if you guys have been keeping track of, you know, what's been going on in the news recently, but there's a lot of talk in the crypto world right now, um, the crypto world and the Web3 world about, you know, kind of the future of crypto. There's a lot of big, you know, there's a lot of big movements. A lot of prices are falling. A lot of people are pulling money out of their accounts. So, um, you know, when when we sit back and think about, you know, what is Web3, what's, what's the metaverse, it's very easy to get caught up and, you know, a lot of what's going on in the current day. However, we always go back to the central idea that there's this blockchain that is this new technology that will be uh, innovating and revolutionizing the way we interact with the internet. So today, Alex and I are going to be talking to you guys about, you know, we're going to be pretty much going through uh, a hypothetical situation of is there a metaverse without the blockchain? And hopefully by the end of this, we can prove that that answer is no and that the blockchain is very, very essential. And you'll come um, you know, away with some key ideas as to why. Alex, uh, I know before you know, we hopped on, you were, you were talking a little bit about you know, just like the crypto world. You know, are, you, are you scared a little bit? Like what, what's going on? Yeah, definitely. You know, I uh, I was one of the people who like had some of the some of the crypto stuff and crypto.com and kind of like with all the recent news with FTX and all also like crypto.com's holdings, I uh, I was definitely I felt like there could be a potential like run almost on crypto.com. So I uh, I'm trying to pull out a lot of my assets out of there right now and move them to other places. Yeah. Exactly. You know, the, the, the premise of this uh, episode is not kind of what's going on recently. Um, so I'll keep my comment very, very short. But, you know, it kind of it kind of makes you wonder, like, you know, what what kind of needs to happen or what kind of I'm not going to say regulations, because I don't think that's a word that people in crypto really like to hear. But it's more so like what kind of safety nets should there be like in order to kind of keep you know, this this kind of a world, you know, running and making sure that all, all the walls don't collapse. Nonetheless, a lot of people also think that a big crash like this needs to happen, you know, and that, you know, essentially a good cleaning needs to happen within the Web3 and crypto space. Uh, very similar to like what happened during the dot-com bubble. So who knows, maybe we're seeing an instance of history repeating itself. But nonetheless, we want to really debate this idea of, you know, the metaverse and the blockchain. So a lot of you guys might be thinking like, you know, my, I can't even think about the metaverse right now if, you know, crypto is not even in a good in a good state. But even crypto is built off of, a, you know, blockchain technology. Blockchain is pretty much behind everything within Web3. So, you know, we're going to be talking a little bit about, you know, if you ever remove that, you still have, um, you know, Web3, you still have the metaverse. So, you know, I'm, I'm just going to like kind of to get started, like propose, you know, imagine a metaverse-like world you know within the internet you know without a blockchain right think about it as like you know everything that we've been talking about recently i think one of the big things you notice right away um is that you you don't really have ownership over any of the things um inside of the metaverse you know one thing we talked about in our blockchain episode in ft and gaming is like one big thing about that makes the metaverse very different is that it's very much like a video game, but you actually own like the skins, you actually own things that your avatar wears, you own things that you own inside the metaverse. And that's that's pretty unique because 
there's this whole uh, economy that gets built out of that. Um, you know, Alex, I know you and I, you know, talk shop on video games sometimes. You and I both know that, like, you know, we don't essentially own, you know, any custom thing, you know, inside of the game. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that's kind of like the main sort of reason why there needs to be this kind of shift um, to like a new iteration of the internet. Like, you know, right now, or even got like previous to blockchain tech, there was never really any way to kind of differentiate or kind of like reward or provide the actual creators of content, um, any sort of like form of payment um, for, for like the content that they created. And so, you know, with blockchain, it, that's, that now becomes a real possibility. You know, you can now reward the people who actually do the work instead of having, you know, these larger corporations like, you know, Google or Apple or Amazon kind of like taking credit for, or kind of reaping the benefits of, of the work that other people have sort of done on their platform. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, to, to kind of highlight that point more, like, you can think about it like this. If you go and buy, you know, let's say a skin in Fortnite, right? You can't really go and take that skin and use it anywhere else except for Fortnite, which is a game owned by Epic, Epic Games. And, you know, when you think about what we know as IP, intellectual property, IP owned by you, you don't own the IP of your skin. The company owns um, that specific IP. So it's not like you can go uh, into, let's say, Call of Duty and you know plug that skin you know into the character that you're using or you know any other game where you might have customized features because you don't own you know any of the rights to to the IP that I was just discussing with the blockchain you do so the blockchain you know anytime you purchase you know let's say anytime you purchase um let, let's say it's like a jacket like for your avatar right it's very much like if you were to go in person today and go buy a jacket the cut, like, you know, if you go buy an Adidas jacket, Adidas doesn't necessarily own your jacket. You purchased it, you can wear it, and you can even, you know, sport Adidas around. Um, very similar with like the idea of the metaverse. Like, no, no one person necessarily owns, you know, that specific item or whatnot. Yeah, definitely. And kind of like another point on that, you know, with, with having kind of like these new sort of incentives or rewards. It kind of like spurs new innovation creativity i think also like you know people are more incentivized to kind of create new things think out of, outside of the box and you know blockchain is is another sort of catalyst to kind of like innovation in tech yeah you know i i think too like like blockchain is kind of like one of the first steps to interoperability as well because um you know if you think about what we have right now in video games, you, you need to find a way to be able to bridge all these games under one roof. But blockchain is kind of like that one database that would be able to do that. Because if you have something that's on the blockchain that's compatible with you know one world and sandbox, right? It's going to be compatible with another world within that same you know game engine. Similarly, if you were to go to maybe like Unity or something, um, they're right now like big thing in Web3 is you know making that actually interoperable in the sense that like, you know, not necessarily from like a data standpoint, but from being able to actually like utilize that data. So, um, you know, that's one thing, but you know, I mean, all in all really, that, that would be the, probably the biggest, that would probably be the biggest thing I would say that you would notice if there was, if there was no blockchain. I think another thing too, is just like, um, like how effective, you know, economies 
would become uh, if there were no blockchain. You know, one thing that um, comes to mind right off the bat is whenever you're making these smart contracts, you know, those lines of code will execute automatically um, whenever something, you know, needs to be done, whether something needs to be bought, something needs to be sold. Uh, I mean, those are just, you know, lines of code within the NFT itself. And I think, um, you know, without the blockchain, there's a lot of utility within um, NFTs that you wouldn't be able, um, you know, see as well. Actually, in fact, without blockchain, there really isn't NFTs because there isn't this um, independent, you know, decentralized ledger that would be able to store them. Uh, similarly, like a lot of cryptocurrencies right now um, would, is it like, you know, the whole reason why Bitcoin became so popular was because of the blockchain that was, you know, pretty much backing it. So, um, you know, nonetheless, I think a world without blockchain, um, especially if we're talking metaverse, wouldn't really be the Web3, you know, we kind of see it today. Awesome.